Once upon a time in the projects, yo, I damn near had to wreck a hoe. I knocked on the door. It's Ice Cube, come to pay a little visit to you. And what's up with them niggas in the parking lot? She said, fuck them, cause they get sparked a lot. I sat on the couch, but it wasn't steak. And then I put my knives on the coffee table. Today's agenda, got the suitcase up in the central. Go to room 112, tell them Blanco sent ya. Feeling strangers, if no money exchanges. I got these kids in ranges, to leave them niggas brainless. All they told is stainless, you just remain this. Calm as possible, make the deal go through. If not, here's 12 shots, we know how you do. Please make your killings clean, slugs up in between. They eyes like true lies, kill them and flee the scene. Just bring back the coke or the and we are ready hey, to roll. Hey, King John, watch watch after you say it. And watch that giggle, man. That giggle. Yeah. You want to talk about you want to talk about an expensive giggle? Check this shit out. Hey, man, this I, ain't shit. I ain't got it. I ain't got it. I ain't got it. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. And thank you for subscribing to the latest edition of the 12 kyle podcast i am your boy 12 kyle man check this out (laughs) (laughs) you can't help yourself (laughs) boy we got one for you right here um if you've been following social media uh well first let me back up before i even get started for those of you who listen to this podcast on a regular basis, you know that I hardly ever talk about current events uh, because one, who wants to talk about stuff now? Because a lot of stuff now is just crazy and depressing. But anyway, um, here recently there was a discussion slash argument, and 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 I didn't even see the entire the entire argument. Uh, rapper Tony Yayo uh, recently went on uh, the ever popular podcast uh called drink champs hosted by noriega and uh dj effin i think that's his name um efn or effin i don't know how you pronounce it but um anyway we're gonna roll with it um nonetheless um the brother tony yayo had some very very um not so subtle things to say about the differences between two particular mcs that players like myself and my guest here grew up on. Uh, he was talking about the notorious B.I.G. and Ice Cube. Let's take a listen at what he had to say. And what I'm going to also play for you is the audio of the actual argument that he had with DJ F. And those are the two voices that you'll hear. Now, if you're watching on YouTube, and thank you for watching, you won't be able to hear it because they're going to take it down. So just here we go. Listen, if you love hip hop, you know where it comes from. Yes. Hands down. Who's your favorite rapper of all time? Nori ain't gonna answer this. Who's your favorite? Of all time. All time. It's gonna be Ice Cube. I'm gonna go with Biggie. Okay. Ice Cube over Biggie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had no agree with Ice I was born in LA. Not even- I was born in LA. What are you? Raised in Miami. 
Yeah, it was offensive. It's crazy, bro. <laughs> Nigga said Ice Cube over. And my top five is Big L. So you would say Biggie got, Ice Cube got better verses than Biggie? Yeah. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> Today's agenda. I had the suitcase up in the central. Big, Biggie's in my top five. Biggie's in my top five. My man. Oh, you create the No Vaseline. Obliterate so that. Saying, Obliterate you that. Sa- so you saying Ice Death Cube. certificate as an album? Hold on. Death certificate as an this album? I hate this industry Hold on. <laughs> so you saying it's you telling me Ice Cube is a better storyteller, storyteller than Biggie? Lyricist? You fucking bugging. But Biggie's one of the best. You lost your fucking mind. But Biggie's one of the best. Big Ice Cube is better than Biggie with storytelling? As a totality, yes. You fucking fucking, nigga. You lost your fucking mind. I lost it. From from what? Today's agenda to I got a story man, to tell? Big, from nigga where was Ice talking Cube about from? fucking bitches and they men pull up and all that. New, you saying, don't get me wrong, Ice Cube is fire. Are you serious? Storytelling? Are you serious, N.W.A.? That certificate, America's Most Wanted. You're bugging. Kill at will. No. Are you serious? The best story. Look, are you serious, bro? The are best, you serious? Yes, I am. No, you're not. The best storytellers no, are Biggie. No, you're not. And Slick Rick, nigga. The best storyteller. Biggie and Slick Rick. Slick Rick is one of the best. Now that you've heard that, um, before we get into it, let me first introduce my guests. Both are no strangers to the show. Uh, first up. Um, I mean, he's a podcast extraordinaire. The man actually does a podcast with his wife. And she is by far a superstar. She lets him tag along. Um, one of my favorite podcasts, hands down. Uh, they re- they they were the Frocast, but then they changed everything, flipped up the script. They got a new deal, you know, from, <laughs> from Sony Records. <laughs> And now, you know, the money's just coming in left and right. Uh, from Pod and Saved Our Marriage podcast, my man King Germ is in the building. Germ, what up? What's going on, 12 Cow? Thank you again for having me on the 12 Cow Show. I just got to say the green room at the 12 Cow Studios is amazing. <laughs> they have these little cookies. I don't know where he gets them from. They're like the ones at Doubletree, but they're a little bit better. I think he got a chef or something downstairs that makes them. 12 Cal is the consummate host. I appreciate coming through here. I always get a nice little goodie bag to take home. But, yeah, I'm glad to be back, man. Man, good to have you back on. German's been on here several times, and uh, it's always fun. And, and, and like I said, I've been on his podcast. I haven't been invited to Pod and Saved Our Marriage just yet. Uh, you know, maybe, maybe they'll get me for the 12th episode. Hint, hint. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and my second guest, again, no stranger to the show, my brother from the West Coast, um he's been on here before uh he's running for president he's got two dope podcasts uh open run with btg and btg for president my man baylor is back in the building btg what's good brother hey king germ i'm not losing nothing today (laughs) nothing okay you gotta understand i am the heaviest west coast buyers i've ever been in my life today i'm tired of the east coast I'm tired of East and the whole coast today, okay? We're not about to do this. Y'all give New York everything. It's probably the oldest state in this country, and it's still New York. <laughs> I'm about you, know what, you know what's funny is that we came to this idea of this podcast, and we really turned it around relatively quickly um, just based on 
uh, discussion that we, the three of us had on Twitter and Germ hit me up. Germ just started listening to uh, uh, BTG for president. And he was like, yo, man, uh, it, Germ called me the other day, a couple of weeks ago. I was like, yo, man, your boy Baylor got a dope podcast and so forth. And so on. I, I related to Baylor and he said, man, appreciate it. And they, they started chatting or whatever like that. And somehow we got into this discussion. I don't even know if it was something I tweeted or something. It was. And, okay. Well, it was okay. So it was behind my tweet. And, um, and so here we are. So we're going to talk about that. But before we get into that, you, you guys know, I got to tease it a little bit. Um, let's, for those who don't know, King Germ. Give me without. Don't give me your your real name. Give me your age because I'm I'm setting something up here. Give me your age and where you are. Not where you live, but where you from. I am 45. Okay. I was born, raised in North Carolina. What part? Greensboro. Okay. 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 All right. Cool. Cool. Uh, BTG Baylor. Um, where are you from, and how old are you? 40. I'm 40, and I'm uh, born and raised in South Central. Okay, South Central LA, for those of you scoring yeah. at home. Um, <laughs> not where, South where, Central. Where, where we lost Ricky Baker. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I, I, I feel like King Germ, like in Minutes of Society, when they came up and killed Kane Cousin, like, that's how I felt King Germ rolled up on us like that. Oh, wow. <laughs> what? Yeah. Wow. Like, he only told me twice to get out the car. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> at least give me three times. Like, three strikes are out, not two. Yeah. Right, right, right. Man, oh, you, you took me back with him. I love that movie. Um, I actually love both movies, Minister Society and Boys in the Hood. Um, so... Before we get into, you know, I just want I want people to hear that because, you know, a lot of times and in, in, in a lot of the discussion that we saw online was, you know, the the quote unquote biases, you know, uh, because and I'm not even sure where I know Tony Yale's from New York. Um, and <laughs> one of the funniest things I saw was somebody on IG said, you know, trying to debate a New York cat about a New York bias is futile, futile, which is true because. They are clearly, I mean, now here's the thing about people, or at least the people that I know from New York, and I know a lot of people from New York, they will big up their, bur- they, they are really entrenched as far as their boroughs is concerned. But now once you step outside that borough, if you're not from New York, like they won't tolerate any New York slander whatsoever. Now, you know, a Bronx cat and a Brooklyn cat, they might not see things eye to eye. They might not like the favorite, same favorite rappers. But, you know, if you say something bad about New York, then it's like it's an it's an attack on everybody from New York. And it's not really. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, I haven't seen the same from L.A. And I know quite a few people from L.A. But anyway, um, we're going to see it tonight. I'm sure you're going to see it tonight. So before we get deep down into it, um, King Germ. Yes. Tell me your favorite song from Biggie and why that's your favorite song. Oh man, my favorite song is probably gonna be Kicking the Door. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because that's like the biggie song where he shows his lyrical ability. You know what I'm saying? Just 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 showing how nice he was. Maybe even unbelievable. You know what well, I'm no, saying? No, you gotta I, pick one now. Pick one. Just one? Oh yeah, man. Just give I mean, me one. Your, your for, favorite. for a guy that has never made a wax song. I mean, you know, Biggie doesn't have one wax song on his on his record. So um You know what? 
I'm gonna go warning. Warning is my favorite Biggie song. Okay, okay. Final answer. Uh Baylor, what about you? What's your favorite Biggie song? That's so light. Um I'm going with uh don't you wait from Biggie? Yeah, from Biggie. Oh, Biggie. it might you know what? It might be hypnotized. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Cause I mean, don't get me wrong. I like the filthy gutter side of Big, cause that's a, a lot of that plays a part in his storytelling, mm-hmm. right? He's great at that. But the but the shiny suits, he made you want to dance. He made like his 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 singles, and, and, and credit to to Puff. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know that's that's the, that's the Phil Jackson over there, of course. Um. He made it, he made the music comfortable. Mm. You know what I mean? And then by Big's appearance, he made you feel comfortable around him. I'm talking about for the other people. Right. You know what I mean? So I and, and that video was just that video was crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, that was that was back when they made uh mini uh mini movies. Mm, as, you know, yeah. Yeah. yeah, your video is like a mini movie for real. Oh, um, now conversely, Baylor, what's your favorite Ice Cube song? It's Dope Man. What? <laughs> dope Man. You want to know why? Because why? it painted a picture. This is this is how I'm going to show because Ice Cube has nothing but songs that paint pictures. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was the Dope Man. Mm. At like nine. That's not a good thing. Okay. Being nine years old, talking about <laughs> if your girl kneeled down, right. come on, man. I'm not supposed to know that, but I did. Right. And this is why I'm here at 40. Mm. Mm. Okay, King Jerry, what about you? Your favorite Ice Cube song? I'd probably have to go jacking for beats. Ooh. Oh, that's great. That's a great one. Ooh. I like Killing that. Will. He kind of threw that Will. off the backboard and caught it and reversed it. Yeah. I like that. Um, oh, I forgot to tell y'all my favorites. Um, I thought you were being impartial with this. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm sharing. I'm sharing okay, this with ahead. the people. I'm gonna. Okay, go ahead. King John, let me let me let me let me rob this train. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, for Biggie, I probably say, um, damn, it's tough because there's so many. Um, I probably say, nah, not that one. Um, because here's the thing. Biggie's got so many joints, and we we got Biggie joints in a short period of time. But I'll probably go, um, unbelievable. Um, with Primo on the beat, that's probably my favorite. Um, Ice Cube is tough, man. I probably my my favorite probably has to go back to, um, <laughs> Once Upon a Time in the Projects. Which one? Uh, the original. Okay. The album, album version, um, yeah, the album version was was. I mean, both birth versions was cold, but the album version, um, man, listen, that that just it takes me back, man. It, it takes me back, and I mean, Q was just he was on a whole another level back then when it came to rhyming. Um, so we heard the audio from Tony Yayo and DJ Effin, um, and so the debate was initially. Uh, about story rhymes. Um, and so before I even, you know, throw it out to these gentlemen, let me just, 
run something down here, the, the, the quote-unquote tale of the tape. Um, Ice Cube has 10 studio albums, uh, six compilation albums, uh, one EP, and 12 movie soundtracks. Uh, Biggie has two studio albums, three posthumous albums, because as many of you know or you don't know, you've been hiding under a rock all of these years, Biggie was tragically murdered in uh, 1997. Um, so three posthumous albums, two compilation albums, um, you know, under his belt. Uh, no movie soundtracks. Oh, excuse me, one movie soundtrack. Um, so I think the thing that I wanted to convey to people, is particularly when we started, when, when this debate started kicking up, was I didn't know how to measure the tail of the tape, if you will, because based on the numbers that I just read to you, Ice Cube has a bigger portfolio to, re- to view from. Biggie, And it's not Biggie's fault that he only had two albums. I mean, it's no fault of his own that he was tragically taken away from us. Um, and that's become the, you know, the Biggie argument, you know, over the years. Um, and I remember one of my homeboys saying Biggie's the Terrell Davis of hip hop. Meaning, like, remember how the debate was when Terrell Davis was up for the Hall of Fame and Terrell Davis had a very, very, and I'm talking about the running back for the Denver Broncos, for those of you who don't follow sports. Terrell Davis had a great career, but his, his career span of dominance was only like maybe five or six years, wherein you had his other counterparts that had 10, 12, 15-year careers. And so you're not really comparing apples to apples, but Terrell Davis in the short period of time was very dominant at his sport. Conversely, Biggie, much could be the same, much could be said for the same for Biggie. Very dominant in a very short span of time. So as I measured the tail of the tape, at first glance, it appears to me that Ice Cube has a bigger portfolio, more songs, more rhymes, more story rhymes to go. But anyway, I, I wanted to bring these two casts on because one, I value their hip hop opinions. I value their opinions, period. Um, but I also value their hip hop opinions. And so I got to start with you, King Germ. Do you think, who do you think the better lyricist is? Ice Cube or Biggie? I'm sorry, no, no, before we go to lyricists, story rhymes. Who do you think writes the best story rhymes, Biggie or Ice Cube? Uh, the one they called the rap Alfred Hitchcock. So that would be <laughs> Notorious V.I.G. Okay. And why why do you think Biggie has the better story rhymes? Because sometimes you could just close your eyes and listen to him rap and he could just take you there to what he was talking about. Okay. And you could okay. just close your eyes and visually see whatever he's talking about. Arizona Ron with the black Yukon and, and his man Two Text to like the toe Two Text. And when he get the bus, he like to ask who's next. All that stuff, he just takes you there. You know what I'm saying? So I, I go Biggie right there. Okay, okay, okay. Um, Baylor, mm-hmm. um, who do you think between the two, between Ice Cube and the Notorious B.I.G., had the better story rhymes? It's Ice Cube, and we up by 30 in the third quarter. <laughs> it's so easy. It's, it's, I don't I don't see what we're doing here, and and the argument will always that be that big will be top three of all time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I agree with that. Mm. But the only but but the only reason why I agree with that is because where his career stopped, 
That's why I le- that's where I left him. Okay. And at, and at that moment, I said, that's that guy. That's their guy. You know what I mean? And he brought him out. Mm-hmm. He brought him out. Nip did the same thing. There's no, don't, what I'm trying to say is Big was, if, if I had to put New York under a picture, it'd be under him. Okay. That was supposed to be their president, boss, general, the whole nine. You know, um, and that's how I feel about Nip. That's how I felt about Pop. You know what I mean? So, but no, no. The championship cut off at a certain point. And my player kept going to the playoffs after that. Yeah, did he did he have a super team? He did. Okay. But he had basically he had two super teams. Mm, interesting. But he coached them. So, I mean, what you want me to do? I say we up by 30 in the third quarter. It's not fair. I'm gonna call dogs out. I'm gonna bring third string in so we can make this competitive in the fourth quarter. Hey, hey what year did Lethal Injection come out? About 93. Lethal, lethal was lethal 90. injection. I lethal was one second. I ninety-three. I think it was ninety-three. Oh uh, yeah, that December seventh, nineteen ninety-three. And that was the last album he had before Westside Connection, right? Yep. That was the last time. Ice, that was the last time Ice Cube has been relevant in music. It's <laughs> ninety-three. Biggie, okay. Biggie, Biggie hadn't even dropped uh, "Ready to Die" yet. So, so Cube career ended before Biggie's career began. You know what I'm saying? And but we let's keep going, Twelve Cow. Let's not derail this show. <laughs> no, let's not derail it. We we we, 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 we are we are right in the pocket. Um, here's what I'll say. I, I think when you look at it in its totality, I get where you're coming from, Jerm. I get where Bale is coming from. I think the problem is is that. When you look at the book of story rhymes, and this is where Tony Yayo, I think, got it wrong. Mm-hmm. Because he kept saying the same thing over and over. He was quoting the same verse. When you look at Ice Cube's story rhymes, again, I'm gonna go back to my favorite Ice Cube song, Once Upon a Time in the Project. That is the quintessential Ice Cube story rhyme. He takes you to a girl that he was trying to holler at, crack house, had a you know sister that was pregnant, brother came in, is in the gang banging, cause he walked up and said, what set you claiming? I don't bang, I write the good rhymes. The whole scenery reminded me of good times. You seen that building before. You seen, seen that building before, Jer. Jer, I, I, that's tough right there. And that's, that's just and that's just the first one. We're not gonna talk about which is my favorite one is the '98 version, okay? Mm. Where where it was a setup, and the yeah. girl from Two Ten came with her number and a Glock. Come on, yeah. man! Yeah. When he brought in a chainsaw, come on, man! So, I, so I, Jer- I ran to a closet before King Jern. Okay. I, I, and it was in the project. <laughs> <laughs> So, so King Jer, when yes. you when, when you think about Biggie's story rhymes, what what is your? Do you have a favorite, or do you want to put some out there to, to um, state your case? Okay, well, I mean, the obvious. I got a story to tell. That's mm. one. Mm. You know, you can go there. Mm. Two, you can go with warning. You know, what I'm saying that one. Uh, three, uh, you're nobody till somebody kills you. Mm. Um, four, 
I know people don't like this song, but Missing You is one. Uh, Sky's the Limit. Oh, 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 you oh, wait oh, a minute. Oh, 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 you see 12 Cal. Flag on the play. Flag on the play. Hold it. Can, can, we, get it, can, we, get, can we get a 20 seconds? 20 yeah. seconds. Yeah. Germ, you said Missing You. Missing You. Is that a story rhyme, Jerome? Yes, you yes. <laughs> All right, Jerome, I'm about to pull it up, Jerome. I, I got I got three computers up, three screens up for just for this reason. Germ is not about to conf, conf, uh, convince the the um the twelve nation, the twelve cat. <laughs> we gonna call them the referees, okay? The officials. That that's a love story. No, it's a, it's no a, talking missing you. He talking about his homeboy. Well, one song, first verse, he was talking about his missing his man Obi, and then the second verse was about the girl. The third verse, it was a story yeah. each. Okay. It was a story in each verse. Uh, let's go to genius here. I remember selling three bricks of straight powder. Got my man to beat down to the third power. Didn't meet. Didn't matter. Could spend the money in a half hour. He, he telling the whole story right there, man. Like Biggie, whole second album. Whole life after death was telling it was story rhymes. That's right. why I was just like, I do like, you know what? I do like that. But who? How many people in the United States of America can relate to that? I mean, uh, it, it, it's, it's a lot of people out there that used to do dumb stuff with their homeboy. Not maybe to the effect of selling fake drugs to somebody that could have got them killed, but you've done some dummy stuff with your homeboys. You know what I'm saying? And, and you can relate to some stuff like that, man. Come okay, on, okay. Man. So, Jerm, I, I got it pulled up here, right? Okay. And I'm listening. I'm looking at. Um, we used to work on week weekends and play movies. We rock flat tops, our girls rock doobies, made a killing, even though these knew my name. Eventually, you know, you try to do me, so forth. So, okay, so that's the second verse. He is, I don't know that this second verse is a story rhyme. Okay, it's, it's a rhyme and it is a dope rhyme, but I don't know if it's a story rhyme. I'm surprised, I'm surprised you haven't said the one that I thought you was gonna say first because I got something to combat that. What, what, what is that? Well, let, well, let let Germ get okay. his story run. So, what what else? What else you got? From, what other songs I mean, you said for story run? I, I didn't mean to cut you off. Suicidal thoughts is that is we, you gonna run that one through it? That's a that's a tough one. That's a tough one. Yeah, that's that's tough. That's tough. Okay. That's, what about Juicy? Good. What about Juicy? What is the story about that? Juicy, the, the story from going from bad to rich. I mean, it was the whole story about how bad they had it and how good they have it now. It was the. You know what I'm saying? They went from good times to the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, man. Come on, man. I think I think it's a fine line between telling telling he's the stories and the, and describing and describing a time. Mm, 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 mm. We gonna roll with it though. You got juicy. You got juicy. Okay. You got that one. Uh, what's beef? Ooh. See, this is what y'all do. This is what y'all doing. <laughs> This is what Big does. Big to have a song, but then tell a small story with inside of a song. Mm-hmm. I'm watching. Cinematic. You, I'm Cinematic. Watching, I'm watching you. Um, let me see. Let me let me pull up. What's Big? Me and my um, bitch. What about me and my bitch? That's a different. Hold on, hold on. Let's let's go back. I, I got the lyrics pulled up to Ralph at your head kind of plays. This isn't a story, right, Which one? You tell me which one you on now? I'm Niggas on. Bleed? I'm, no, no, no. I'm, I'm on what's beef. What's beef? What's beef? He's not telling a story. He's not telling he talk- a story. He's rhyming, but he's not telling a story. What's he's story? talking about his he's talking about his his buddy gutter kidnapping kids, but messing the, with them and then throwing them over the bridge. That's how it is. Okay, this thing okay, is okay. What? Okay, so let me let me stop you there, Jerry. Okay. He said that, 
but he mm-hmm. doesn't mention gutter anymore in that rhyme. The if if he was telling a story rhyme, the the beginning would be about gutter, okay. the middle would be about gutter, and the end would be about gutter. I, I can see what's beef. I can see what's beef. I'm surprised you haven't mentioned the obvious. Which oh. I thought he was gonna say ten crack uh crack commandments. I had that on my list also. Okay. No, <laughs> I got a list. Ten crack commandments on here. Um, what else we got? Um, Germ, Nick, everyday Nick, struggle. Niggas bleed is the is is a, is a story. Is yes, it is. Okay, to I was, just, I was just making that, sure that was the one that that was the one that Tony A. kept quoting. Yeah. Okay. I was just making sure I got everyday struggle on the list. Uh huh. Um, we got respect. You gonna let that one go? What everyday struggle? I don't, yeah, don't want to live no more. He talking about how he got to go to court and all that. Come on. Then he talking about his man Tech. If every verse is a different story, come on, Kyle. Work with I, me here. I, I, okay. No. Okay. He, <laughs> he's, he's, he's giving YouTube clips. We, that's what he's doing. <laughs> this is YouTube clips. All right. Because I can't wait. Look, his, his storytelling songs is being under investigation right now. I can't wait till we get to my list. <laughs> <laughs> ain't none of mine's ain't none of mine's gonna be questioned like that. It, mm. Nah, mm-mm. not under the eyes of the Lord, not today. All mm-hmm. right. So what else you got, Jerem? Somebody gotta die. Um. He start. He starts it off with the. He starts it off telling and painting the picture. Yeah. Hey. yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm freaking King Jerry with me to Vegas, dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 that's a story. Yeah, that's a story. Okay, so I gave you about, what about my downfall? You, you ain't going to, well, you know, you're nobody. We already got that one. That's clear. That's 100% storytelling right there. Uh-huh. Yeah, and, yeah, and I think I think the thing that differentiates, and, and the thing that differentiates two MCs here is that like Bill said, I think Biggie's telling a story within the rhyme, but I think Ice Cube is telling a story rhyme. Um, yeah, okay, so Jeremy, you laid out about what six or seven, right? Okay, I laid out about 12 to 12 uh, okay. I, I had to, I had to take a couple of them off the list. Okay, so, you better be glad I didn't say Big Papa. Big Papa, what? That's not a story, right? How's that not a story? He telling about how he he sees some ladies tonight that should be having his baby. Oh my God! That's He's talking about eating cheese eggs and waffle steaks and all that, rolling up with his crew and my crew, and then we go. Come on, man! You no, 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 no. See, I knew he was gonna do this. Jeremy, yeah. <laughs> I, I think you fell into his trap. I think you fell into uh, his trap. Hey, I'm just saying. I knew he was gonna um, do this. Okay. Uh, all right. So, so there we have it. Tale of the tape for for Biggie for those of you listening and scoring at home because we want you know it's not a lot of times that I do episodes where I actually solicit people's uh, opinion but if you're if you listen particularly on um, Spotify there's a poll and I'm going to create a poll for you guys who listen on Spotify to be able to vote and it's going to be simply put you know who's the better lyricist Biggie or Ice Cube you can vote or on Spotify. Um, sorry they don't have it on Apple and the other streaming platforms, but hey, it is what it is. Or you can comment on YouTube if you're watching uh, as well. Please do. Um, okay, Bail. Yeah. Story rhymes. You think that Ice Cube is a better story rhymer than Biggie? By far. Um, and not only that, I don't even think Big has a better song than uh, Today Was a Good Day. <laughs> There's not a big song ever created. 
that's better than that song. Wow. Jerm, your rebuttal? Big, big, no, big, big can be let top, him talk. Big can be top two, top three, all he want. All we want. But he does not have any song in that catalog of his that's better than that track. Just waking up in the morning, gotta thank God. I disagree with that wholeheartedly. A hundred percent warning is better than that song. The warning is not played on the radio like that at all. I mean, one, Ice Cube stole a beat that we all familiar with. You want to talk about stolen beats? You better look at Puff Daddy first. I mean, I get it. You better look at Puff Daddy first. When you talk about stolen beats. I get why we we are so, this today was a good day song. Why it just, because we used to that beat, you know, that's Saturday morning, getting up, cleaning up. So it just brings us, yes, that song is a dope song. Maybe Ice Cube's best song, period. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, that was 30 years ago. You know what I'm saying? I was 14 when that song came out. You know what I'm saying? 13 when that song came out. And and I get it. Great song. It, it, but Biggie got way better songs than that. Just to be honest, man. I think it's the nostalgia. But that, 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 wasn't, that wasn't the question. He said, does Biggie have a better song? I said a warning. Better, a better No, a better story. If, if Okay. If... We're doing draft picks, like you, you okay. know, me and, like me and Eclectic doing a collective discussion podcast where we draft things. If we're drafting story rhyme songs, and Baylor says my number one pick is "It Was a Good Day" by Ice Cube, I'm going with "I Got a Story to Tell." I know you, I know you are, because you're not going I'm, with warning. Because you're not going <laughs> with warning. I mean, I would just match them up right there. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, what? Wait, why would you pick that one and not warning? Just just because that's your biggest, that's your number, that's your heavyweight song. Uh, I'm gonna put my one of my heavyweights right there. Okay. One of my head. See, that's the thing with Biggie. I got a whole clip full over here with Ice Cube. Well, 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 you, well, got, you got you got you got a revolver. You got a revolver. No, I got a I, I got a whole magazine over here. It's I a big I, difference. Hold on, we can go John. we can go back and forth if you, if you want to. <laughs> I mean, that might be the best way to do this, twelve cow. Okay. That might be the best way to do this. Well, you go first. No, I mean, we already just went first. We already went first. No, 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 no. Okay. I, mean, I never said I was, I'm not going to use that song first. Okay, said, that's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep that one. Okay, so that works for me. You got anything You got anything on that list that can compare to Dope Man? Yes, I have plenty on this list. What, what's that? Warning. <laughs> Warning ain't better than Dope Man. <laughs> So look, whenever 12 Cal get his paper and his pen ready, we can get this started. I, we I can got flip a coin. I go matter of fact, it don't matter. I go Jer, first. Jerry, you, Jer, you go ahead. You go first. Okay, so okay. So what what song? Okay, so are we going like how we do how they do in the verses? We're going we snake. Doing? We yeah. going snake back and forth. Okay. All right. So Jerm, Jerm, you pick you pick your, your all right, let me write Jerm and then Baylor. All right. So Jerm, what you got for the first pick? My number one pick, I'm going with 10 Crack Commandments. Oh, easy. Okay, you want to break it down, or do you just want me to go? Um, Jeremy, you want to tell them why you're taking that? Well, you- okay, one with the 10 Crack Commandments, Biggie is giving everybody a pseudo handbook on how to be a drug dealer. Now, I wouldn't tell you, I mean, these, this is good guidelines, but don't think that you could just listen to this and jump 10 toes in the game with the information Biggie gave you. It's very entertaining. You know what I'm saying? It's some things you should follow by. But as far as the uh, artistic value of the song, mwah, delicious. He hits all the right notes. Biggie showed his his double entendres, his, his lyrical ability. Now, mind you, 
Biggie was 24 years old at the time of his passing, and they call him the greatest of all time. So he didn't even get to his prime. You know what I'm saying? We didn't get to see prime Biggie where he mastered his flow. What we was getting right then, nobody in the history of rap has ever been that good at 24. And he was already there. So just imagine a 30-year-old Biggie. Well, we didn't now, get to see that. I'm throwing the red. The, the, I'm throwing that, okay? <laughs> we didn't ask for all that. He gave us the <laughs> That's too much. He putting too much on it. He, he put too I mean, much but that's what you're doing. But I'm glad. But I'm glad he said that ten crack because y'all okay. So he was teaching people how to be um, dope dealers, huh? Yeah. Well, my so, man was a little bit more political on our side, so to match that, I got how to survive in South Central. Not mm. only, not only is he giving you directions on how to carry yourself when you come to LA, he's telling you the women to stay away from and the dope dealers that your man taught how to do dope. Mm. Okay, 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 Joe. What you got at number two? Okay, number two. I mean, even though it's his turn, I'll go again. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah oh, Bill, I, it's on you. Oh, I can go? Yeah, it's on you, Bill. Curveball, Boys in the Hood. Ooh. Oh, he didn't rap it. I he wrote everything. Okay. Mm. All right. Since we're doing that, go ahead. All right, it's on you, John. Uh, number two, I'm going to go with uh, You're Nobody Till Somebody Kills You. Okay. Okay, Dark Skin Jermaine. Yes. Right. So it's right. back on me yeah, again. It's back on you, Jerm. I'm going to follow that up with Suicidal Thoughts. Okay, okay. That's a, that's a good that's a good pick. That's a good pick. What you got, Baylor? I got Dead Homies. Ooh. Mm, off the EP, Kill It Will. Dressed in black, don't ask why. Because I'm down in the suicide. All right, Baylor, it's on you. Oh man, it's the perfect weather for the summer vacation. <laughs> <laughs> that that's one of my favorites, man. Hey, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna What lie. do you know? A drive by in Missouri. Mm. Yes, sir. What you got, Jerm? Well, you know, I gotta break it out. Give me that warning. It's time for okay. warning. Okay, okay. That beeper sound still scares the hell out of me when I'm playing it in the car. Hey man. Yeah, the, the lyrics from Frank White should scare you too, guys. How, <laughs> how, how he was just so uh, surgical with it. He was just technical, just uh, all that good stuff. All right, we at five, John. What you got? Well, I mean, I got to do it. I got a story to tell. Number five, bringing up the rear. Number five, I got a story to tell. The Notorious Glorious. Okay, okay. Speaks for got, itself. What you got, Bailey? What's the point of telling the story if you ain't, ain't nobody there to record it? I got who got the camera. Mmm. Slept on right there. Slept on. All right, um, Bill, what else you got? That's six. Oh, man. I got to start this two. It, it's this two-song series. I got two of them. But the first one is uh, A Gangster's Fairy Tale. The first mm. one. Mm. Off the uh, America C -C Cuz Most Wanted. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Flavor Flav. What you got, German Six? Um, I'm going to go... First album, me and my bitch, Biggie. Is that really a story rhyme journal? Oh my God, man. <laughs> Is this what you're going to do here? I just Kat, asked look, Kat, I see why Clay to give you a hard time on the show. You, you, hey, man, you, you, I just hey, asked hey, the question. Hey, hey. Hey, that, e, when, when I, I, when, hey, all I'm saying is, Jerome, when I think of Biggie's story rhyme, I don't necessarily think of that one, but okay. Me and my I, chick? Come on, man. 
right. He said uh, when the when the wine was right, he saw me. He said she got he beat her right and all that good stuff. He had to go throw the burner in the bushes and something through the shugs and the pushes. Come on, man. He, he, you can. Okay, okay. All right. So you it's on you seven. Um, let's go with the. Uh, did I do somebody's got to die already? No, you ain't done it yet. Somebody's got to die. Number seven. All right, okay. If I go, you got to go. Let the gunshots blow. What you got, Baylor? Back to my uh, two my two song series. I'm going to go once about a time in a project, but the 98 version. When the, mm. baby, when the baby daddy came back and laying everybody down. Mm. Gangster. What you got for eight? For eight? You know what? I might. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go laugh now and cry later. Album. I'm going growing up. Okay. Jeremy, you remember that song? Yeah, I laughed. <laughs> <laughs> what you got for eight, Jer? Right, let's go ahead and put what's beef on there, man. Okay. What's beef? Too gassy to go to sleep. Moms yeah. ain't safe up in the Jeep. All right, what you got at nine? Jerm. Missing you. <laughs> Missing. <laughs> 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 oh, Lord. Oh, man. Bella, what you got at nine? Uh, I'm going with Fairy Tale 2, the second one. All right. Gangster Fairy Tale Part 2. Two. All right, for the tenth and final pick, what you got, Baylor? Woo. Oh man, you already know what that is. Today was a good day. Okay, okay. With the video. Ooh. Okay. Mm-hmm. King Jerm, what you got? I'm going something off a of Junior Mafia album. Get money. Is that not a storyteller run? Um. I mean, you picked it. I, I didn't, just, I didn't think, get money. I didn't think of that as a story. story are, we, are, are we going to post these results? I, I want to see the results. I mean, we can. We definitely can. Um, or at least post the song side by side. I, I, I have to ask me collector how you do that because um, I can probably figure it out. Maybe put it on the. Um, you could just have the list and just have vote A or B or something like that. Yeah, make it easy for on you the, on the notes or whatever. Yeah. Um, I heard I mean, what Jeremy said about NWA being a little ranked too high on his show. So I'm, I'm a little, just saying. I'm a little salty. I'm a little salty. <laughs> but it's, it's the <laughs> truth, man. Outside salty. of fuck the police, they weren't talking about nothing. And, and they was talking Jeremy, about you know running from the police. I dare you, Jeremy. You know better. Kyle, listen. I, hey, listen. I'm just being real. You know. Hey, they, hey they how, were, far, how far is North Carolina from Atlanta? About five hours. Yeah. yeah okay i see why you okay that is the outcast bias i, mean, <laughs> I like it i see what it is oh, I'm a, look i'm a true outcast fan not man. like that guy over in the corner man, over man, there man listen there's no bigger outcast he I can't even go outside no more after them comments he made on his episode hey, man and listen i'm the only person listening to this podcast that actually was in the studio when they created uh equipment so you can't say that you see that, you see that? again let me update the list <laughs> man listen okay so yeah we're gonna put it out there um 
when we talk about, I mean, obviously we talk about story rhymes, but lyrically, you want to talk about lyricists. I think we're talking about two of the dopest lyricists ever. Um, King Germ, if you had a list of lyricists, just off the top of your head, where do you think, where does Ice Cube fall on your list of lyricists? Not in the top 10. Okay, well tell me where he's at. He's top 30, top 50, top 100? He maybe top 25. Okay, okay. Uh, Baylor, where do, you, where do you have Biggie at? Big, uh, he definitely in my top 10. Okay, okay, okay. Um, I've got Ice Cube probably at like seven or eight. I go back and forth between Ice Cube and Scarface. Mm -hmm. um, I don't not Biggie for only having two albums. Um, I've got Biggie as far as lyricism at five. Um, so they're, they're right there. So you're talking about maybe two, maybe three part difference. Mm -hmm. um, I think where the difference comes in at and all biases aside, because I love both MCs, I think where the difference is is that Ice Cube's Biggie's a better, Biggie's a slightly better lyricist, but Ice Cube's a better storyteller. And you can hear it just in the rhyme. Now, we only went to 10. I have a funny feeling that if I extended it to 15, German's going to run out of songs. You think so? I mean, well, it depends on the 12 cow list of what he considers as storytelling and not. Well, all, you know. all I'm saying, even if even if I said, well, German, even if I don't, even if I don't say missing you and none of these songs aren't story rhymes, I think eventually you're going to run out of songs. I mean, he's got a bigger cat. He's got 10 albums. So even though all of his songs weren't story rhymes, you're going to run out of songs pretty quick right. because oh, yeah. you had, he had an album and a double album. So that's 30 and a, and a gaggle And a gaggle of singles and features. Yeah, but I mean, we all know who created more music. And yeah, again, that's, that's no, not it's, a it's, question. It's, it's, it's no fault of his because Ice Cube is Ice Cube, what? 53, 54 years old. So, and he's still making music, still touring. And I mean, had Big lived, I'm sure he probably would have been doing the same. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I, I don't know. Um, but yeah, lyrically. So, so Baylor, where do you have Ice Cube lyrically? Um, in your 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 top whatever. It's it's the same. It's the same. It's within the top ten, but I can't tell you where if I really had to sit down mm -hmm. with it, because um, if we just if we're just breaking it down by by lyricism, then that's one thing. But I might get that confused with my top ten in general because okay. it's not it's not far off. Like okay, their ability and their attributes is not far from where they're ranked at. Okay. What about you, um, Germ? Where are you putting Biggie as far as lyrically in your top what? Top five. Okay, okay. Uh, where, do you have him ranked in a specific spot in the top five? Or you just got yeah. him? Where, yeah. Where you got him at? I got about number two. Well, no, Biggie number one. He's still number one in my book. Okay, so Germ, I, okay, I got to ask. Who's, your, who's in your top five, lyricists? Lyrically? Yeah, lyrically. Okay, we got uh, Black Thought, um, Fonte. Oh, so, wait a minute. So, okay, so give me, tell me who's one, two, three, four. Oh, okay. Okay, so one, I probably got Biggie. Two, I got maybe Jay Z, depending on the week. Three, I got Fonte. Four, I got J. Cole. And five, I got Black Thought. Mm, 
BTG, you got a you got a top five lyricists? Just lyricists, right? Yeah, yeah, just lyricists. Just lyricists. Uh, I'm gonna go with I got Black Thought up there too. I don't think you could Black Thought has to be like in everybody five, and then you just add four or other. Or something. I, I don't have him. I, I love Black Thought. I don't have him in my top five. He is dangerous, dog. He, but he 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 in my top ten. He's not in my top five. All right, I got, and, and you know what, and and he's kind of like that that five that uh substitute out and somebody yeah. substitute in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely him. Uh, I got Jada, Nas, mm. uh, K Dot, mm. Kendrick, and uh, no, nah, man. For, for some reason, man, all he always been floating around, but Red Man. Oh, ain't bad. That's yeah. cold, right? That's and, cold. I, and I and and he's not he's probably not even in my top ten overall, but he was yeah, it's just, he's one of those artists that I've always been around since I was a youngster and he was different. Definitely different. I probably say lyrically I go biggie at five, uh Jay-Z at four, um KRS one at three. Nas at two, Rakim at one. Um, and I had Jay-Z higher, but Jay-Z, <laughs> it seems to me like every album he makes, he keeps falling. So he been spent some bullshit lately. Let's just let's keep it 100. I mean, yeah, he has. And so, like, if you ask me a year from now and he has an album come out and the album is trash, like these last couple albums have been, he might not be in my top five. Because uh, I, mean, I, I think Biggie's pretty solidified where he is. You know, Scarface, Ice Cube, um, Black Thought, G Rap, um, LL. I mean, all of those. Uh, Wait, which LL? Early LL, not okay. Not Headsprung LL. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm if you, because if you talk about any given Sunday LL, no, no, no. no. I'm talking, I'm talking 80, 86, 87, 89 LL. Can't, can't go head straight off. Yeah, yeah. never seen, never seen the top of his head LL. He collected. Look who talking. It ain't me. He collected. I just want you to know. Hey man, listen, we. We've had that eclectic guy. I've had a discussion both on and off here. He came. He was actually in town in Atlanta last week, and we got a chance to hang out. And um, we talked about it, man. And we we got a, we're going to do an episode coming up on his podcast called Goat Court, where we take an MC and take them to Goat Court to just to break it down to see if they can qualify as goat. Um, and you know, he's made his case for LL, but I, I you can make I, a case. I, 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 I will say this: I think LL, I think LL is. It is like top, top, two, top two or three all time as far as like what hip hop is though. Right, right. When I when I when I was first introduced to hip hop, he was one of the first, and I and I want to call him a. When I say character, that doesn't mean that it's not him. But I'm looking mm-hmm. at him as like an action figure or a superhero. When I so when I when I think of hip hop, one of the first people I think of is LL. Yeah. yeah. Now he yeah. did have a wizard's career, toward the end. <laughs> you know what I mean? What? <laughs> That, that was front, that front end was amazing though. Yeah, the front end, yeah, the front oh end. Oh my yeah. god. His first, four, his first yeah. four or five albums. His, his rookie I, his rookie year was very impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, like, we talk about it all the time. Like, if Big had lived, who knows what his trajectory would have been. I mean, like, and we always talk about Big, and he's always synonymous with Pac. But you know, when you look at their career spans, it was a relatively short period of time in which they ran rap but their run 
was incredible. So if you say Biggie had a what Biggie came on ninety four by ninety seven, he was gone. Yeah, it's crazy to get in ninety seven. You want to talk so about? He didn't get to see. <laughs> yeah, you, you know what I'm saying. Big Big had Big had one of the. He had that that aura that if you you just felt good, like if you just around him. You know, he's mm-hmm. like the, the the super popular kid in high school. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like he was he was an influence and you didn't even have to really know much about him. He just had that aura. Right. I think that's what we miss a lot in today's game is what he brought to the table and and what Pac brought to the table. Cause we and you went if you fast forward and these cats was on just imagine Pac and Big Ben on Twitter. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, but at this point, like I would love to see a 35 year old Pac. Yeah. Or a forty-five-year-old big, or a fifty-year-old pop. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, I just wanted to see because where they they die young, bro. Very young, very young. I, I, I mean, like my mindset, my mindset, the way when you hear big, and I'm giving him kudos because when you hear his stories, where do you even get those type of details at, bro? Yeah. You know, and, what then I mean? you, and then you think about it, he allegedly didn't write it down. Allegedly, hey man, that's crazy. And if that's true, that's crazy in and of itself. That he it's already crazy, it. it's already crazy what he created. So mm-hmm. if they tell me he didn't write it down, that's just you just put extra icing on the cake, you know what I'm saying? It's not, it's not like it's not believable, right? You know what I'm saying? So when I but when I think of the art of storytelling, every time I listen to Q because of what he did with Friday. I can go back and listen to his catalog and now I can paint a movie with everything that he just said. He has two, he has one song, two different versions twice with the fairy tale and the projects. Both of them are, I mean, that's four songs or whatever, but, and they all tell a different story. They're similar. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because in the first project one, he was basically breaking down stuff. Yeah. In the second one, he was telling you how he got caught up in the situation personally. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I got to I got to give it not just because I'm West Coast biased, but he turned his music into a movie. Yeah, he really did. He really and, did. And that and that movie alone still has one of the most quotable lines of all time. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> yeah, it's old white ladies to say bye, Felicia. Don't even know where it came from. Oh, um, that's that's nice. Cube. <laughs> oh now don't get it twisted the the quote unquote the nigga you love to hate man listen yeah that ice cube was you couldn't touch him. you couldn't touch him and and, I, and that's the ice cube that i remember so um speaking of cube before we get out of here i got it because because the conversation that yayo and dj effing had you know obviously by the time ice cube um who's actually on tour right now. A uh, shout out to Britt. Britt just recently got a chance to see him. She said the concert was incredible. Um, and he's also doing a big three, um, doing his thing with that. Um, so Ice Cube was doing an interview here recently and whoever, I think he was interviewed by Who Kid. And Who Kid asked him about, you know, he told him about the, the argument that the two were having. And then he asked Ice Cube about, Disc records, right? And he asked Ice Cube where he thought no Vaseline set. Let's let's take a listen to hear what Cube had to say. You bigged up fifty years of hip hop. Uh, you know, I read this uh, 
this lineup the other day with the best disc records. You were like number three. I think hit him up three. Was, yeah, I was like, what? No Vaseline. Number three. No, no Vaseline was number three. Even though it was a who's, random. Who's number one, man? Uh, Tupac hit him up. Come on, man. And uh, how's Tupac? <laughs> how's Tupac number one when he needed help on that record? Me, <laughs> me. No Vaseline. <laughs> one MC. You would have number two. I took out who? Ether Nas. Nah, man. <laughs> I love Nas, but it's not. One motherfucker, me, took out four, Dolo. four niggas and the manager. Wow. I mean, damn. <laughs> Got to give me credit for that. Group was over. <laughs> I don't know if they made another record after that. So, uh, <laughs> nah, man. So I gotta ask the two of you, King Germ, where does No Vaseline rank as far as your dish record, all time greatest dish records? It's definitely in the top five because how personal it was. And the fact that my nephews, they were like eight, nine years old, they know this song word for word, lets me know that the impact that it still has to this day. Like, I mean, Back when you seen somebody, like back in the days when you did somebody, you know, you, you, you touch him up a little bit. But when he touched these dudes up on No Vaseline, it was a whole nother level. He gave each one of them a verse. Like, we never, like, he just decimated the whole crew. So it's definitely a top five diss song. Like, if not top two, and it might not be two. So I, I can't take that. Okay, away so Jordan, Jordan, you playing politicians. Where were you putting it at, Jordan? I said it's top five. I mean, it just depends. Yeah, but then you said it's top two, and it's not number two. And it might not be two, so so it's one of the top. It could be top two diss songs all time. Okay, so what what are you putting? If if it's two, what are you putting ahead of it? There you go. Uh, I gotta ask these. I'm I'm um, interviewing. I gotta ask. Uh, dang. See, give me a second to think on that. But I know it's 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 up there. It's up there. It's up there. Hold that thought. I'm gonna go to Baylor, and I'll I'll tell you what I'm thinking, and I'm gonna come back to you, Baylor. Disc records, no Vaseline. Where are you putting it? Number one. Okay. Number one. And solely because he had all the information and you had no choice but to believe it. Fact. Because without him, truth be told, Easy E will still be the street legend. Mm. But because of the Ghost Rider, now he a street legend and a hip hop legend. Mm. One of the most iconic tracks of all time. One of the most simple beats of all time. Facts. Right? And the opening line is, come on, man. Everybody know it. <laughs> no, I've never had a low rider in my life. But how many times have I been proven that? Come on, man. Come on, man. It, it was, yeah. it, it was, I, it was, it was, it was, it was. Not only that is he stripped away everybody's character. Mm-hmm. And what made matters, what made matters worse is that he had a baseball bat and went to go get him. <laughs> in the midst of all that. In the midst, and the people, a lot of people attached to him because he 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 played a political game, the political game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He hasn't has a he hasn't had an album yet where he had, he hasn't said something about the government. He's been saying, I mean, he, we talking about almost 30 years ago when he got a song called Who Got the Camera. Yeah. He he was quote unquote woke for a while. Um, for me, it's number one, and it's not. I think there's a distance between one and two. Um, I never have dinner with the president. I never have dinner with the president. 
I never have dinner with the president. And when I see your ass again, I'll be hesitant. I mean, much like what Baylor said, like he gave a bar for everybody in the group. Now, keep in mind, you have to, I think the thing that makes No Vaseline so dope is, is what it is, is that um, it definitely feels different and sounds different if you were alive and outside at that particular time. You know, if you're 20 years old and you listen to it now, it's like, okay, well, I, you, you might get it. You might, but you got to understand. Why is he so angry? N yeah, NWA was, they called themselves the world's dangerous crew. And they that name was well-deserved in hip-hop circles. Now, keep in mind, we didn't have the internet. We didn't have social media. So a lot of what NWA talked about, we just assumed that they did. So if they were these bad guys in, in hip-hop and rap, we just assumed that whoever they said they shot, they shot them. Whoever hey. they said they beat up, they beat them up. 12 Cal. Even yeah. if none of that stuff was true. Right. Their, influence, was never their, true. their influence was strong enough for a wrestling company to invent the so-called New World Order. NWO, bro? <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah, man. It, it was um it, it, it was it was it was definitely something. So and the thing that I always say about no Vaseline is there was never a response from NWA. Never. Just just to clear that up real quick, Baylor. The WCW used to be called NWA before they changed their name to WCW. But back in the day, yeah, correct, yeah. correct. It was called um, NWA. Yeah, yes. it was called. Yeah, it was a it yeah. was a National Wrestling, National Wrestling Alliance. Alliance. Yeah. It was, in, it was <laughs> that, that pretty much was in the South though. It was yeah, pretty man. much in the South. We, we used to watch we used to watch wrestling on uh, on Saturday mornings. Yeah. Um. So I'm I'm gonna throw it back to you, John, before we get out of here. Where, where you, if you got it at two, was it one? Uh, number one is either going to be back-to-back uh, -back by Drake or... Wait, what? I'm, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'm oh, kidding. But... <laughs> <laughs> I was about to, about to cut Calm the damn down. podcast off. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> but now, it probably is number one because it hits all the lines of a, a good diss record. It's got disrespect. It's got good uh, good rhymes. It's not just like, fuck you. I'm, I'll fuck your bitch, you fat motherfucker. Right, right. It, ain't, it ain't corny like that. You know what I'm saying? Even though, you know, Pac came with a little heat, but the other niggas brought that song down. They so really I can't did. put hit him up in the top five. Um, Biggie, I can't really give him a good diss song because, you know, Who Shot You is good, but he didn't name no names. You know what I'm saying? You got to name names in a diss song to make it really hit home. Well, we don't want too many subliminals. So I, I concede to give Ice Cube. What about Ether and... Um, Ether is... Man, e e Ether, again... Either is just Nas telling Jay Z he ugly over and over again. He said he told he he just he just wanted us to know that Jay Z was ugly in that song. He didn't say nothing else but you ugly, you ugly, you ugly, you ugly. That's all he said in Ether. And you know, so Ether's everybody want to give Ether this. this oh, it's a great diss song. It's not. Ether it's not really that great. It's I got not Ether that too. You got Ether it too. Yeah, I mean because, yeah. and the reason why is because, and I did a podcast on this. Um, um, who did I think I fired that podcast with? Um, it, was, yeah, it was probably about two years ago. Um, oh, me and my boy Ty. Um, shout out to Ty um, from um, Tactics Know Know Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think the thing that separated that song was that he came and dissed him. Well, I, if you go back to Takeover, when we heard Takeover, we really thought it was over for now. And keep in mind, 
you have to think about contextually in that time frame. There was about almost eight months in between Takeover and Ethan. So like we literally thought Nas was gone. Remember how when Drake dissed Meek Mill and Drake dissed all these other people, people were like, oh, they were on social media. Oh, you got to come back. You got to come back. And they didn't have a choice but to come back. Like they were back trying to in the studio the next day or two or three days later making a song. Like we literally didn't hear from Nas for like almost eight months. And then he dropped Takeover and he took shots at everybody. Took And, and I mean, like he said Jay-Z's name. I mean, like for years and years, they had been throwing sublim subliminal shots at each other. But I don't think that it's on that level. Um, both are great disc records, but I, again, I think No Vaseline is up here and then you've got a battle between two and three or four. I don't think it's even close. And, and Ice Cube definitely has the best disc record, I think, of all time. Um, man, this was fun. This was fun, man. Uh, got a chance to get the boys on here. Uh, we're going to let the people decide. I'm going to put it out a poll uh, and let people decide, you know, for what it's worth. But I mean, you guys heard the podcast. You know who's right. Either it's Baylor or it's King Jern. Come on. Um, hey, King Jern, real quick. Give me give me three artists right now and a, and a track name for like the ultimate storytelling track. Three artists. Okay. We got um, J. Cole for Your Eyes Only. Um, uh, let's see, three artists. No, I'm now. saying three artists that you will put together to make a storytelling track. Oh, oh, oh three artists I put together. Oh, okay. Uh, give me J. Cole. Um, I'm gonna go with Superpowers, K. Dot, and Storytelling. Hmm. Who, who could balance this third one? Hmm. Golly. Y'all okay. be asking some good questions, man. <laughs> How you thinking? Put you on the spot and make you want to think maybe, fast. Maybe Fonte? Maybe? You know what? That would be fucking amazing. There you go right there. Fonte, Cole, and Dot. Give me that. Mm. I'm going to give you... this. It's a cold one. And I'm going to call it Track Neighbors, right? Okay. okay. The track is called Neighbors. I got Ice Cube, Biggie, and Eminem. I will be with you till you put that M and M on. That wasn't what. That wasn't what. But, but, but no ain't though. Stan, Stan is one of the one of those songs like that. That's visual right there. Like he, yeah. that Eminem did his thing on that one. Like I, yeah. I can't take it from him. I just, Stan. I just got so tired of that song so fast though. Oh yeah, they played that song out. It's just, it's just death. But it's it is it is a great story, right? Yeah. And it's one of his it's, it's one of his most memorable and, and you know. I, how do you feel about the game when he did the black shim shades? The black shim shady. I like I liked it, but it's not for this generation. Remember it's, it's, when, it, it's, it's basically it was basically like game showing y'all like, look, I can do the same thing with yeah. Eminem doing, yeah. but y'all ain't gonna y'all ain't receive it the same way. And I was just like, how y'all ain't pick up what he was doing? He he stole Eminem's whole flow to show y'all like anybody not anybody can do it, but. It can be done, well, but y'all didn't receive it the same. He showed that he was talented. Yeah, talented to do it. Yeah, yeah, but exactly. I, but he, he's the game, you know. And at that time, like it's you know, people are, and, and it might still be this way to this day. But people are either on or off a game. Like you, you, you run into very few people. Be like, twelve cow, twelve cow. That album was good, bro. It was it was, was it a last long? one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. it, it was, was good. good. No, it was good. It, he had forty tracks, man. I can't, I can't listen to forty. But tracks. but I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you. Out of all those tracks, 
it, it wasn't a bad shooting percentage at all. Okay, nope. okay. it wasn't. It, it wasn't. wasn't. He really had some tracks on there. It was good. The thing is, it's a, it's his character. Yeah, I just, at the end mm-hmm. of the day, yeah. Because when he dropped three hundred bars, he had everybody in the chokehold. If he mm-hmm. would have dropped that Eminem track right after three hundred bars, he probably would have got a better response. Mm-hmm. It's not mm-hmm. for this. It's not for this era, though. They don't appreciate music how we appreciate. They don't appreciate bars these days. They do not. They be like, they don't want to hear that shit. They be like, yo, stop rapping at me. Like they, they just, <laughs> that's basically how. They, they just want to yeah, feel. They, they, they just want to feel good. That's yeah. It. It's, it's about the, it's about the music because when I hear people, when I hear particularly younger, and I hate to be old man, get off my lawn, Uncle Dolomite, but I'm gonna be old man, get off my lawn right now. Um, when I hear some of them talk or, or tweet, you know, it's like, man, that, that beat is cold. Like that beat is dope. Like I'm not listening for a beat. You know, yeah, I can appreciate. I love hearing beats from Premier or Jay Dilla or Dr. Dre or whomever. But I want to hear what if you're a lyricist. I want if you are if you if you spit. I want to hear what you got to say. Man, I like, don't, I can't even think of the beat sound of meet to, meet the parents and meet the parents is a cold story. Right, right, great. One of that's one of Jay Z's I think best story runs. Um, but you know nowadays people don't like like Jerm said they they feel like they're rapping at them so they're not really checking for what it is that they have to say as far as the content. I I appreciate it even to this day. Um, Man, this has been dope, man. This has been dope. Uh, before we get out of here, uh, you guys tell folks where they can find the journey. you. You are first. Tell people where they can find you, where they can find the podcast, where they get you up on the social. Oh, man. If y'all want to hear me and my wife ramble, uh, the royal <laughs> couple of ramble, go back and forth. Check us out every Friday on all DSC, DSPs, uh, Pod Saved Our Marriage. We out there. Uh, like I said, we're just trying to entertain people and show y'all how Pod Saved Our Marriage. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. One of my favorites, man. What, what about you, Baylor? Tell them when they can find you at. I'm a top five point guard. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> at Baylorism on TikTok, at Baylorism on uh, Twitter. Um, I don't even know the rest of my handles. Uh, if you own Baylorism all over. I think it's Baylorism, uh, BTZ. I don't know. Baylor the Great on IG. And, okay. And yeah, I'm, I'm a podcaster that make merch. That's it. There it is. There it is. Um, and German's pot was it? What, what's your Twitter? Oh, it's pod save our marriage on uh, Instagram. Pod save marriage on Twitter. And uh, yeah, we got a little merch too, but it ain't nothing fancy enough. <laughs> hey, hey, hey Jerm, leave the wife alone when it comes to Ashanti. Okay. Hey, hey, look, she need to leave me alone, <laughs> bro. Like, dude, like, hey, look, like I said. Hey, quick. <laughs> when he said I'm, the first two names. The first two names was I forgot the first. Oh, you said Beyonce. I was a Beyonce, yeah, and then Janet, right? So if yeah. you say Beyonce or Janet in our generation, they already know what it is. They know that's right, our childhood. Right, right. You know, when they come to Janet, that's our childhood. Exactly, was right there. Beyonce, that's obvious. Fine. Yeah. When he said Ashanti, oh, they I said, trouble. I said, okay, now he playing around. <laughs> that's like you got to sneak her name in there. Hey man, listen. Let me tell you something. When, when, <laughs> when you listen to their podcast and it sounds like Queen Jern about to bust his ass, she ain't playing. Like that, it's no acting. She really is like and like I remember like the first couple of times I heard Jern and, and, and Queen Jern on the podcast, I really was like fearful because I was like, yo, he just he just and, and like he said something and he walked himself into you know like because we all married, we all been married a long time. He walked himself into this argument. I was like, no, Jerm, don't do it. I'm in the car like, no, don't do it, don't do it. 
And uh, but yeah, they they man, they cracked the me. Podcast, up. The podcast arguments when he said he said, I think they was naming all names. He was like, "Hey, you not going up there? Yeah. <laughs> you not going? Yeah, like it's her. You can't let your girl go on stage or say. Just think about it. you let your girl oh, yeah, go on stage. He was like, like, Hush, Hush, like Chris Brown, Chris Brown doing, doing that break you down. He's sitting there doing the worm on your old lady. No, no, you're not. You're not. You're not finna do me like that. Like no. Uh-uh. Hey, but John, remember? And I thought you were gonna bring this up. Remember when Janet was pulling dudes on the stage? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Bruh, you can't, you can't go up on stage. Hey, hey, look. Hey, you know what? I found, I did some research about that, right? So he was like a dancer on her team. Because, you know, okay. he wasn't, because okay. okay. everybody was saying, no, nah, that happened in Kansas City. No, that happened in Hawaii. No, that happened in, and so somebody finally went down the rabbit hole. Like, he was one of her paid dancers. Okay, and okay. So they made it look like she pulled him out to say, but it was the same guy at every yeah. stop. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because okay. I was like, you can't just pull randos out there. Janet nah, would have got fucked. Janet would have got fucked up there. Nigga would have. I, I would have licked her chin. Some, some. It would have been some problems in my house. Because, <laughs> yeah. hey, he up there like I'm. Mine know how I feel about Penny Gordon. So I mean, it is what it is. We go with it. We go back that far. She Penny yeah. Gordon to me. So. Um, yeah, y'all know where to catch me at, man. Uh, 12 Kyle, a call across the board of socials uh, on threads. If you're on threads, um, uh, Twitter, Instagram, tw- the podcast, 12 Kyle podcast. Uh, we drop episodes every Thursday, much like this one, um, every Thursday at midnight. Uh, we also drop bonus episodes from time to time on Sundays at midnight. Uh, be sure if you feel inclined, hit us up on Cash App, dollar sign. T-W-E-L-V-E-K-Y-L-E-Y because I'm poor, unlike King Jer. Um, <laughs> so that's going to do it for us, man. Again, I got to thank my boys for coming through. BTG, Baylor the Great, and the Great King Jer, man. This is going to be uh, another episode of the 12 Kyle Podcast where we talk about Biggie versus Ice Cube with King Jerm and Baylor. Uh, that's going to do it for us. We'll catch you guys next time. 5,000.